It's the Benz Brunani woman is Baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this so Sit down, sit down, receive this realness Make sure your cup's ready for the tea we are gonna sip it, yo Hard time scrolling for your long truths You might learn something you never know Collect you find, and she's one of a kind Don't say you mind, say you People over there rarely do test you. Somewhere over the rainbow, few straws fly. They don't move mad over there, so why then, oh, why would I? Thank you. Thank you all so much. Happy Monday. Whenever you're listening to this. Hi. (laughs) Welcome to SYM, officially known as Say Your Mind, unofficially known as What What. That's right. Suck your mum. I'm Kalechi, Kalechi Okafor, and... We, I guess we'll be saying that together soon. Well, a few of us will be saying that together soon because the live show has been announced. In case you've missed it, the live show is happening on Saturday, 18th of August at Below Boondocks. So that's Boondocks on City Road. The closest station is Old Street. You go down the stairs of Boondocks and then there's this space there that's just gorgeous and really cool looking. And the live show will be happening there. So if you haven't bought your tickets yet, I feel sorry for you. So it was released first to the patrons and they've got their tickets and now it's been released to everyone else. So if you haven't got your tickets yet, well, I feel sorry for you because over half of them have sold already. And so they'll be firing off soon. So it is what it is. And there will be uh, t-shirts on sale with one phrase. Let's see which phrase you think will be on the t-shirts. One phrase will be available on the t-shirts and you can buy yourself one and live your best life. So yeah, lots of wonderful things. I've actually been in a zone this week where I've got lots of things done in terms of the things to leave you all with once the podcast ends. I said I'll stop saying that, but I feel like you need to know that I'm planning things. I'm not just going to be like, yeah, peace and bounce. Like there'll be some, you know, there'll be things, there'll be bits that you can like have once once this is all done so i hope to see as many of you at the live show as possible it will just be a great moment when we can all scream suck your mum together i can't cannot wait it's going to be so lit um food is really cheap food and drinks they've got a uh, a deal where you can get like a burger or whatever with fries and a drink for a tenner so you'll really be enjoying you'll really be enjoying i'm hoping to have some special guests i've got one already confirmed um and yeah just just catch a vibe i think it will be such a wonderful time and then obviously we'll wind up and twist up together at the end and yeah dance to lots of great music so yeah i'm really looking forward to the live show uh, I should have, when I introduced myself, obviously I should have said, you know, it's Kalechi Okafor, aka Fitness Queen of the Year, because I won the Precious Lifestyle Award for Fitness Queen of the Year. And I'm officially an award winning 
I don't know, fitness professional, I guess, because that's like my first fitness award or like my first professional award since having the studio or even starting on my journey as a uh, personal trainer. So it's really, really touching. Um, I didn't think I was going to win. I just thought, you know what? I'm going to go along because I want to support anyway. Um, I wore one cute dress that I've had for ages from um, AQ by AQ, previously known as Aqua by Aqua. Um, I wore like a nice orange dress and I just thought I'm just going to go up, go there, show up and show out, not planning to win. And then my name gets called out. So, you know, I had to do one skank to get on the stage to collect my award. Like, fam, I have a glass award, you know. Now I'm just going to drop it into conversation like, oh, gosh, wow. The light in here is really bouncing off my award. Wow. Have you seen my award? Oh, let me take you over because I won Fitness Queen of the Year. So, yes. Um... Yeah, no, it was really, really touching. And I felt so emotional when I got home because I won something. Your baby girl won something. And as much as I do all of these things, it's not even like you need the acclaim or you need the accolades, but it's just so great to be recognized for doing something. Like, it means a hell of a lot. So, I mean, if some of you, man, are flinging about awards for best podcast and them things there, I know I've it's, it's a tough field because I'm up against some amazing podcasts. But if you happen to have any awards lying about for podcast of the year, I will gladly accept. <laughs> but um, no, I'm truly happy. I'm truly happy to be in within the community that I'm in and just doing all the things that I'm doing. I had to really sit down and deep it, like acting, fitness, broadcasting, I'm I'm doing bits and I'm doing bobs and I really need to give myself time to acknowledge all of those things and be proud of all of those things even though it feels like I'm juggling like a thousand things at one time and thank you all for supporting me I really really appreciate it especially when you support me and you put other people onto the podcast um and let them know about it as well that's amazing so Yogesh you get a shout out you're one of my um um share your magnificence because um Yogesh was Someone was tweeting at me and they said, oh, you know, I really, um, really, really appreciate your Twitter page. If there's anything you ever want us to pay for, whatever, I'll be glad. And Yogesh came along and he was like, actually, she's got a podcast and she's got a Patreon account. You can um, sub- uh, subscribe and, you know, donate money on a Patreon. And this person went on and donated $100. I said, wow. Oh, my God. Wow. No, I really appreciate it. That's a lot of that's a lot of money. Um, all the gifts that I get on Patreon are amazing. Like, thank you so much. That just stunned me. I was just like, what the fuck? But I appreciate it. And that wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for someone going, oh, boom, she's got this. Why don't you? And I, you know what? It's interesting because I don't do it for myself. You know, I'm sitting there saying to everyone that you should hype yourself up, hype yourself up. But it's someone else that had to say, oh, by the way, she's got a Patreon. You can support here. So that was just wonderful. Um, And yeah, it's just wonderful. So thank you, Yogesh. I appreciate it. So let's move on then. Let's move on to um, the tarot for this week. So the card that I pulled was the Spirit Guide. The Spirit Guide from the Black Angel, uh, Black Angel, um, Black Angel cards from the Black Angel card deck. So the spirit guide, it says here, oh, I should show you the image. The image is like a, um, a black woman's face and she's been whispered to by um, various spirits, I imagine, talking to her and she's getting those messages. It's really nice. It's a nice, I want to say like a turquoise, turquoise and purple and fuchsia background. It's really nice. Um, it says here, the spirit guide, you are glowing light on the waking path. 
guiding and illuminating. Sleeping path, self-righteous. The spirit guide represents enlightenment of self. You have been able to do the difficult task of sustaining your true nature over time. You know all too well that the true self is impacted by falsehoods. You may have pra uh, practiced over the years to survive. As a spirit guide, you find yourself helping people remove these falsehoods. You may work as a psychotherapist, a spiritual teacher, a diviner, or philosopher. You make us look at ourselves in a way that is frightening. Illuminating the soul is a phenomenal experience that you indulge in. Your capacity to help remove illusions puts you in a powerful position with others. On your waking path, you constantly look at various perspectives on life. It is this seeing process that sheds light in your life. Your heightened illumination comes from your ability to reflect upon life. Sometimes folks are not able to understand your forthrightness. They may utter an illumination and, and they... You may utter an illumination and they blame you for stripping them of their beliefs. In your mind, you say, I should have left that alone. At the same time, you realize your enlightenment can be beneficial to all. People gravitate to you without realizing that they are being pulled to by their desire to be more honest with themselves. You may, you may be attacked for your actions, causing you to feel hurt and ostracized. On the sleeping path, you have illusions about the enlightened state of being. You may feel right about something or someone or feel as an authority or expert, leaving little room for discovery. You find little patience with those who seem unenlightened. You may find yourself judging others according to where you feel you are on your continuum of being enlightened. This self-righteous stance can keep you isolated from others or cause you to waste energy by involving yourself with spiritual competition. Enlightenment is less about knowing what is right or wrong or having transcended the frailties of being human. Enlightenment is more about being aware of the nature of life, being awakened to life in each moment. To cultivate an enlightened state, one must constantly examine what is true so that when you share your life experiences, it does not come off as preaching dogma. Keep the book open on what you perceive to be true. Know that new experiences bring new truths. You might find the greatest illusion is actually your own enlightenment. Be sure that others are seeking your guidance before you speak. Watch for impatience and arrogance. Remember the beginnings of your own journey towards wisdom and the confusion you felt or the mistakes you made. A fixed mind will keep you from having the heart to see anything. Watch for any projections of a holier-than-thou or self-righteous um, or self-righteousness or appearing to be more right than others. Refrain from making others feel small and insignificant so that you appear large. Your light is profound. I think that's so interesting and aspects of that to be very very honest I feel like it speaks to me as well because sometimes I get so fucking impatient when people are saying wild things that obviously are so ignorant but it's coming from a place of being uninformed and I really am trying so hard to not like jump down people's throats when they say something like rather than being like oh my god you're so silly like that's so dumb why would you say that understanding that all of us haven't necessarily, we're not on the same path in terms of our learning or rather our unlearning. So there is a gentleness that comes, that should come as part of our learning process. And I understand like, I'm the one that's always saying like, I don't have to educate any motherfucker. Like I've done the learning for myself. You can do the learning for yourself. But that doesn't mean that we shouldn't allow space for people to ask the questions and for people to get things wrong because we're we're all on a journey as well there is no actual we're not 
likely to reach the destination because the destination is not on this physical plane, right? So everything that we're doing on this physical plane is actually just part of the journey. So therefore, people being on another stage or, or being at a different part of that journey shouldn't allow for us to be like, ugh, I don't have to I don't have time for that person. That's ridiculous. The only time I feel like I feel that way is if someone's trying to move mad towards me and acting like, oh, I'm angry, I'm this, I'm that. Because that's when I'm going to have to tell you by, about your entire fucking asshole. Because obviously, just because we're at a different stage of learning, you're looking at me and you're feeling some type of way and you feel like you can speak some type of way. That doesn't mean I have to tolerate it. So it's all about, for me, um, we're, for us to all show compassion For whichever part of the journey That people find themselves on That's why I appreciate people who listen to this show That wouldn't otherwise listen to things That, um, that talk about things like this Because it's new and it's okay You know, it's okay to just be figuring it out And as I'm always, always saying Me, Kelechi Okafor I am and always will be A dickhead in recovery Like I am, honestly I was the biggest prick like if i at times i'm still a prick don't get it twisted <laughs> no but i mean in terms of like my thinking like the schools of thought that i kind of subscribed to and the things that i thought were okay to say and things like that like i've had to unlearn so much crap because actually you holding on to those things actually stops you from living a life and then you begin shaming yourself for even want to wanting to live outside of the box because that's all you've ever known so Join me in this recovery. Let's be dickheads anonymous. I mean, I can't be anonymous because I'm already here in front of this, you know, this screen and speaking to you on this mic. But, um, you know, we just have to start that journey and accept that we've had some fucked up views and work every day to unlearn them and realizing that any time, at any time, at any thought that you have, there is the tendency, there is the, there is the possibility of slipping back into fuckeries. Let's not slip back into fuckeries, you know, forward ever, backwards never. Amen. Clap for yourself. Yes. Anyway, um, the second part of the tarot was uh, the, you know, the traditional rider weight deck and the card that we got is the devil. Now, when I say that, people will be like, oh my God, this is why I don't like this tarot nonsense. Not even tarot. This tarot nonsense. This is why I don't like it. Come and see the devil. You know, what we need to understand, especially when it comes to um, tarot cards, is that it's not so much just about the spiritual. Um, it's about the physical. Yeah. So this devil card has been coming up quite a lot recently. Whenever I've done readings and things. And I think the reason it's coming up is because we're having, as a society, we're having a very hard time at the moment in terms of the government and just, just everything feels like shit. So I can understand that with things feeling like shit, people have vices um, and they become more and more reliant on those vices, whether it be alcohol, whether it be sex, whether it be, um, you know, because all of those things are great in moderation, but when you start relying on it as a coping mechanism, that's when there's a problem. And I think that a lot of us have been trying to find vices. You know what? Whether it's even social media, because that's one thing I've noticed with myself as well. And I was just like, no, I'm taking a break. Because there's the endless scrolling. There's the mindless scrolling on social media. Everything you're seeing is like trash, trash, fucking trash, even more trash. Oh my God, I hate this so much. Hate my life. What the fuck? All of those things. And yet... We keep going back there. We keep doing the same thing because I think that somehow it adds not even just a meaning, but a framing to our lives. 
But it's not very beneficial because everyone's putting out doctored images or putting out thoughts that is rarely ever nuanced because they've only got 280 characters to get it across in. And even when you do write a thread, people don't interact always with all of the thread. So there's just this tendency that we're getting half lives, not even less than half half lives, like fractional lives that are coming across to us on social media. And we're judging off our whole lives by the fractional lives that we see on social media. So that could just be an aspect of it. But, you know, I think that when the devil, the devil card comes out, I don't know if you can see, so I'll describe to the people who can't see that. So you've got a man and a woman chained to a block and the devil is sitting on top of it and he's got a fiery tail. Um, one person's got, um, one of the humans has a fiery tail as well. And one of the other humans has, um, grapes on their tail. And we've got an inverted, um, inverted pentagram above the devil's head. And this is the 15th card actually of the uh, major arcana. Um, of the tarot deck, sorry, um, rather. And it's interesting because 15, 1 plus 5, 6. And usually when it comes to the devil, people are like, oh, 666. But actually, when you look up 666, especially if you look it up as an angel number, it's usually speaking to you doing more charitable work and being more giving of yourself and more compassionate. So there are things that we have in our minds that one person like me, little old, old me is unlikely to change. But this card definitely speaks a lot about lust. Lust, lust, lust. And if we're talking about relationships, because we see two humans here. And the reason I think that we're talking about relationships specifically today is because the bottom of the deck, the card that I'll be discussing in the extra content is the two of cups, where we see again, we see a man and a woman, um, and they're not bound together, but they're willingly entering into um a partnership, whereas these lots seem to be chained to it. So that's why I think it's interesting um, that the devil card came up and then also the bottom of the deck for that card was the two of cups. If you're about to enter into a new relationship, you've got a budding relationship um, at the moment. It's in the beginning stages. You're feeling a few butterflies. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is nice. This is cute. Please, I beg you, baby boys, baby girls, baby non-binaries, fucking baby people, look out for the fucking red flags because I'm so tired. I am exhausted by watching you, man, talking about at the when the relationship has now bafukad, you are now talking about, oh my God, I should have noticed this from the beginning. I should have noticed this from the beginning. Stop thinking with your fucking genitalia. Stop thinking with your genitalia and look with your korokoro eyes at the person that's actually in front of you. Stop romanticizing them. Stop romanticizing the fact that it's a new relationship or it's a new stage of a relationship. And oh, this is so cute. No, look at what, what is actually in front of you. Don't look at what you wish it would be. Look at what's actually in front of you. Because why? the, the reason I say that is because as I've already talked about vices and addictions and things like that, Sometimes we're addicted to relationship patterns. Sometimes we're relate and um, we're addicted to love patterns. So as much as you go, oh my God, you know, this guy was a dickhead. This girl was a dickhead. All of this, all of this, you still go and pretty much end up being with the same person over again. You need to ask yourself why you think it's normal to keep going and entering into relationships with these kind of people. That's not in um, a way of victim blaming or anything like that. No, because I know that there are many, many dickheads in, so uh, in society. I'm aware. 
But what I'm saying to you is that there's a difference between there being lots of dickheads in society and you perpetually ending up in relationships with them. I'm not talking about one night stands. I'm not talking about an odd date here, odd date there. I'm saying, no, no, full blown relationships is what you enter into with them, even though the signs that this isn't going to go the way that you want and you're going to end up in a codependent, dysfunctional relationship, you're going to end up in the same thing with them because you don't want to look at the signs straight away. There is love out there for you. The love that will make you vibrate at your highest. The love that will bring you so close to God that you'll be ever thankful every day. This ain't it, bruh, sis. This ain't it. Yeah? So that is not even necessarily a case of like, this ain't it as in, the relationship that you have might have right now isn't the actual one, but just beware of the patterns that you perpetuate in your relationships um, and the things that you look forward to going with um, or the things that you look to going forward with. The reason I say that is because the, the people that we choose to be with are a reflection in some regards of ourselves and how much we think that we are worth and how much we think that we deserve. If you feel ashamed of yourself um, in your inner depths, because also the devil card kind of speaks to the darker side of ourselves that we don't want to embrace because we're all a mixture of lightness and darkness. We have to embrace both. But if you're choosing to ignore your darkest side um, or yeah, your more repressed side while you're repressing this thing, it's going to show out in other ways. And it's going to show out, I guess, in the people that you choose to be with, because that's going to reflect outwardly about what you think you're worth. So please know that you are worth more. And those things about yourself that you feel ashamed about and those secrets of yours that you think you can never ever speak about or share with anybody else, you don't necessarily need to share them with anybody else, but you need to accept them that they have happened and embrace yourself for your the entirety of your being because you deserve to be happy. And until you realize that you deserve to be happy, you're going to keep choosing people that perpetuate unhappiness within you. Yeah. So well, I'm going to talk about the second card more in the extra content because for some people, because of that extra card, I get the idea as well about extra like affairs, affairs at all being in two minds about who you're with. So we'll discuss that in the extra content. So that's it for the tarot. Anyway, moving on to share your magnificence then. My Share Your Magnificence, as I've mentioned, um, I won the Precious Lifestyle Award. So my Share Your Magnificence goes out to all the other winners, as well as the nominees. Like it's a massive deal to be shortlisted and to be nominated. So two slaps on your chest for everybody that was nominated. I appreciate you all. Like you're such amazing people doing amazing things. There can only be one winner in this case, but in God's eyes, Abby, we are whole winners. Clap for yourself. Anyway, Fab accessories of the brand of year, uh, Fab accessories brand of the year was Love Yaya. Um, so congratulations to you. Fabulous salon of the year was Radiant Salon in Bermondsey and Croydon. Big up Rita Balogun. Book book. Um, fitness queen of the year <laughs> was me. So show your magnificence goes out to me as well for winning fitness queen of the year. So two slaps on your chest. Well done, collector. Um, and then. The Innovation Award went out to the Natural Nubian Dolls. Um, wonderful that um, a woman thought to create dolls that look like young black children because they deserve to have dolls that look like themselves as well. And representation matters. 
Must read of the year, sponsored by Literally PR, was one uh, by Dorothy Cumson, um, who wrote The Brighton Mermaid. So that's wonderful. Podcast of the year was Black Magic Podcast, Bop Bop. Um, Radiant Health Product of the year was um, Naftali World. And the Ravishing Skincare Award went out to the Afro Hair and Skin Company. Social Butterfly of the Year, sponsored by Everyday Fro Day, was won by the, uh, the baby girl of baby girls, Candice Brathway. So proud of you. Um, just keep doing everything that you're doing, Candice. You're doing so, so well. And I appreciate you in the things that we can speak about publicly and the things that we speak about privately. You're a baby girl for real, for real. Um, the Yum In My Tum Award went to my other baby girl, um, Tokumbo's Kitchen, making Nigerian food, street food, um, ex- you know, making Nigerian food as street food and really upping the levels and showing everyone wagwan and really bringing Nigerian food into conversations. So um, conversations in Tokumbo's Kitchen, big, big things, big, big deal. So really proud of everyone. Really proud of everyone that won an award. You're all doing amazing things. You're all wonderful women. And I'm so glad to be in your company. So two slaps on everybody's chest. Yes. Um, moving on then to um, So You Mad. So You Mad this week. I'm going to start off with Stephanie Yaboa, also known as Nerd About Town. She's not the mad person. It's just that she's on a dating site and somebody sent her something that's extremely, extremely wild. So she, uh, Stephanie tweeted the other day and she said, a guy on OkCupid sent me a message saying that I was too fat to date and that he would consider it if only I lightened my skin and lost some weight. Bear in mind, I don't know who this guy is. But may I present to you the man in question, choir, help me sing. Stephanie's so fucking funny. Anyway, she puts up the picture of the guy from OK Cupid. He's a white ginger guy. Because you know when you people take pictures and then it makes their pupils red? His pupils are red. So he literally looks like the devil that we were just talking about in the tarot. Um, and he has the caucasity. He has the caucasiousness to have cornrows going down his head. And these times he's got cornrows going back, but he's also clearly got a receding hairline or he's just got a long as fuck hair, like a forehead. I don't know where his forehead is running to, but he's clearly not wanting to be part of his face. His forehead is going whoop back. I don't know. His forehead looks like an F1 racing track. But anyway, whatever. So he's got cornrows looking a mess and he thinks that he has the... Uh, positioning in life The status in life um, To be able to tell Stephanie About what she should look like First of all I'm just tired of men giving their Unsolicited advice as it were About what women should look like But secondly it's the fact that you are a white man You're a fucking white man With cane rows who the fuck do you think you're talking to Because you tasted jerk chicken One fucking time mate But You then went and braided your hair And you now think that you can message a black woman on a dating site Telling her how you would prefer for her to be But you know what's wild If she isn't your type If Stephanie isn't your type You could have just kept fucking scrolling But because you are so hateful That 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 whiteness in you That, that, that privilege that you feel That entitlement that you feel that you can tell Tell people how they should be and how they should behave and how they should live their lives makes you feel that you can message a random black woman and go, oh, hey, 
Me and my white self with my unseasoned cornrows wants to tell you about how you should be living. Um, so I want you to lose weight and I want you to be lighter. If you want someone that has less weight and is lighter, you could have just continued strolling, uh, scrolling along until you found that person. You literally did not need to message someone and be so violent. And I feel like I need a study to be done, a proper study to be done on how racist dating sites actually are. Because white men really think that they can send you nonsense on dating sites And I really, really don't understand it I can't speak for everybody else because I, you know, it is what it is I didn't, when I was on dating sites, I didn't get many messages from black men, to be honest And whenever I got a message from them I remember a message I got from a black guy said Hey babes, you're sexy, but are you rude? Because I can't take black girls when they're rude If you know anything about me from listening to this show already You already can kind of guessed the response that I sent back to him but it definitely involved his mother and it involved that word rude and it involved his mother's vagina so yeah but it, it it's just frustrating how the fact that a woman being on a dating site almost is like meat at the butcher's shop and people can come and kind of give their price and say how they feel about her and say the most horrible things but men is is framed as if it's them it's them choosing it's them coming along to choose And that's some bullshit So with this guy I'm really annoyed that Stephanie didn't even put his name up But you know what, the picture is enough He looks to me like he'd be called Keith Or Kieran He looks like a Kieran Yeah A Kieran or Yeah, or, or a Mark Yuck Oh my god, I feel sick Ugh But it just really annoyed me when I saw it Because every day Black women, especially women who are plus size They are faced with such vitriol Every day Every single day And I just want it to stop Like if I'm not to your liking Fam, turn your eyes and look the other way Not every day give your feedback This isn't trust pilot Keep your fucking feedback to yourself Yeah This isn't iTunes I didn't ask you for feedback I didn't ask you for five stars Keep the fuck moving And keep your opinions to yourself so I'm really sorry you had to um, That you received that Stephanie Because men are really really wild They're extremely wild But white men Well nah They're the wild wild west But um, yeah So moving on To more saddening news So I've been I haven't said anything about this Because I've been really really Trying to process everything I haven't said anything about it On social media Because it's the same way I felt When I heard of Sandra Bland Being killed while she was in police custody Nia Wilson God rest your soul Nia, Nia Wilson A black girl from Oakland Was um, On a BART train So that's like the equivalent of our like tube Or overground network And she was on the train She got off She was with her sister She got off the train And um, I think she was on a platform uh, And a white guy came up And stabbed her in the neck and she died at the scene And What Breaks my heart Is the fact that 
black women's lives are really not taken seriously in this society. Like somebody will kill a black woman, which happens very, very often. Someone will kill a black woman and everybody will open their mouth and be like, oh my God, why do you think that happened? It was a white guy that's already said that he hates black people and I can't figure it out. I can't call it racist. I don't know what to call it. Are you you just like, are, are you serious? Are you actually serious? They've written that this guy who killed Nia Wilson, this piece of white trash, was un he wasn't known to be part of any white supremacy groups. And I just think that's hilarious because there are so many Muslim people, for instance, so many brown people that aren't known to be part of any terrorist organization um, networks. But when something happens, it's like, oh, it was a terrorist attack. How is this different? How is this not a terrorist attack? Because every time you man try to vilify um, and denigrate Muslim people and find a way to create this uh, culture of consent where people should um, synonymize Muslim with violent, where the amount of things that were committed, the amount of atrocities that were committed in the name of Christianity, we don't speak enough about, but whatever, you know, and I, and I personally believe that white supremacy is linked to the packaging of the Christianity that white people love so much, that America loves so much, but that's for another episode. So, oh, they made a point of uh, stating that he wasn't linked to or known to be part of any white supremacist organizations. America, (coughs) I need you to hear this song when I sing it in it. America is a white supremacist organization. Did you hear me? Not just America, Britain, France, Italy, all them man there. As far as I'm concerned, you're all white supremacist organizations because that's how you thrive. You thrive on the oppression of the marginalized. That is how you thrive. So all I don't have to go and join a specific club when the fucking country that I live in is already perpetuating the same ideologies. Duh. Duh. So there's been, there've been many pieces written about what's happened um, to Nia and each one I read, I just feel even worse because I just think that the world is really not safe for, for black girls, black women. We do everything that you say we should do. Walk with someone, you know, be, be, be next to someone, walk in a group, don't walk alone, stay in well-lit areas, um, you know, dress respectfully. Do, we do everything. Nia did everything. And she was still killed. So that's therefore proving the point that there's nothing we can do while living in black skin that will protect us from the violence inflicted constantly by white supremacist patriarchy. There is nothing. And to tell us that there is something is gaslighting because you know in your heart of hearts that there isn't. There isn't anything. So... Um, It says here, Nia Wilson was standing on a Bay Area rapid transit station platform in Oakland, California, Sunday night when she was stabbed to death in in an apparently unprovoked attack. Well, it was unprovoked. She was just black. Um, By Monday night, John um, John Cowell, funny that he has the same name as Simon Cowell. Anyway, John Cowell, 
27, had been arrested in connection to the stabbing. But days later, officials still haven't said what prompted the attack, which a police chief compared to a prison yard assault. He stabbed her. Sorry for the graphic nature of this. He stabbed her in her neck, like deeply in her neck, out of nowhere, just came up to her on a platform and stabbed her in her neck and ran away and dropped his backpack and everything else and went away. But you know what's wild? I need to explain to you what's wild. What's wild is that the backpack that he had, had his ID in it. So I don't know what kind of fool he is, but anyway, his backpack had his ID in it, yet the police were still unable to find him. It was a viewer who was watching on the news that said, oh, by the way, that's such and such that did that. When they showed CCTV or whatever, they were like, oh yeah, that's, that's John. They were able to name him Somehow the police were lost and confused And it just reminds me of what happened with Stephen Lawrence That for what, over 24 hours Almost what, 48 hours You couldn't find the guys who stabbed Stephen And stabbed and killed Stephen Lawrence You couldn't find them Even though so many calls came in And told you who the guys were By name and their address And you're still like, oh my god, oh my god No, I don't know where to find them So when it's black people There isn't that urgency, really is there Especially when it's a black woman No, there's no urgency at all to bring the assailant to justice. Anyway, um, the random murder of Wilson, a black teenager described by her family as loving and selfless, prompted nearly 1,000 people to march in Oakland in a vigil for Wilson early this week, according to an estimate by the Oakland police. Some have claimed the attack was racially motivated because Cowell is white, though the BART police and the Almeida, Alameda County District Attorney's Office have said... Um, have said they don't have evidence to back that back up that claim. Cal's family released a statement that says he had been struggling with mental illness. First of all, I'm so tired of everyone stigmatizing mental illness whenever they move mad. That sounds funny that I'm saying mental illness and they're mad. No, because I think like they're different things. But someone can move extremely wild, do the most heinous things, and people will turn around and go, oh, they're mentally ill. So those who do have, uh, you know, are on the spectrum of being mentally ill, they're equally stigmatized by that same thing because you're being so lazy and you don't want to actually just say, you know what? This person's just fucking evil. This person's just disgusting. This person is just racist. You don't want to say that. You'd rather go, oh no, they they suffer from a mental illness because you're trying to take the accountability away from them. Nobody wants white men to be accountable for the things that they do. And I do not understand why this is the case. Because we don't ever speak about mental illness again. And the reason I keep using this example is because I feel like this is a terror. This is a terror attack. This is a terrorist attack, right? But we can't call white people terrorists. We only save that term um, when we're being Islamophobic, right? Because we never afford those people who commit um, these attacks that happen to be of brown skin, or be part of, um, you know, the um, Muslim faith. We never say, oh, they're mentally ill. No, 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 no. Because their one is well thought out and it's strategized and they're part of an organization. They are the unseen evil. But this one, oh, he's mentally ill and he acted alone. White men are afforded that freedom of acting alone whenever they do a madness. Everybody else has to be part of some kind of secret network. So it's just funny to me the ways in which we report crimes um, based on the color and gender of the perpetrators. So um, 
The district attorney's office is saying that they don't have evidence to back up that claim. What evidence do you need? He is a white man. She's a black woman. It is clear that it was racially motivated because, again, black women are the least protected of everybody in our society. What more? What what more? What proof do you need? How how would you have been able to decipher that it was racially motivated? When that um, Dylan Roof went and killed the people that were in the church and they were praying, all black people in the church, he walked in to the church, prayed with them and started shooting them up. You still said that that wasn't racially motivated. Why didn't he go to a white church and do that? Right. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay then. Anyway, um, Wilson's family members um, and others in the community feel the murder should be considered a hate crime, regardless of what caused the fatal stabbing. Um, it is a hate crime, Malika Harris, Wilson's 25-year-old sister, told CNN on Thursday. That's how I feel, okay? She described her 18-year-old sister as beautiful inside and out and always positive. She'd been working at a clothing consignment store, but was thinking about joining the army. Wilson, Harris said, was always willing to help people no matter the circumstances. Wilson's godfather, Daryl Allams, echoed that sentiment and told uh, CNN that Wilson had a love for people. A lot of kids are selfish nowadays, he said. She'd give her shirt off, a, um, she'd give her shirt off to a person who didn't have a shirt, you know? My daughter was everything, Wilson's father, Ansa Mohammed said, um, according to um, whoever. Um, she was so beautiful, so inspirational, um, inspirational and had dreams, you know. All I want is justice for my daughters. Um, Wilson and her 26-year-old sister, Latifa Wilson, were transferring at the MacArthur Bart station when Cowell allegedly walked up and stabbed both of them, according to the police. Latifa, who survived, described the attack um, on Monday and said it came out of nowhere. The sisters were on their way home from a family function, she told um, the news, and when they were when they were blindsided by the maniac. For what I know, for what I don't know, she added, I looked back and he was wiping off his knife and stood at the stairs and just looked. From then on, I was caring for my sister. Bart police were patrolling the station when the sisters were stabbed around 9.36pm and rendered aid to them, according to the Bart news release. But Neil Wilson died at the scene, according to a probable cause document for Cowell's arrest, and her sister was taken to a hospital. It was, in my close to 30 years of police experience, probably one of the most vicious attacks I've seen, said the Bart police chief, Carlos Rojas, um, in a news conference Monday morning. Wilson's death was the third in less than a week from unrelated attacks on the BART, um, on the BART system. They said that the suspect, this John Cowell, had a violent past. Um, they released images of him from the BART surveillance footage to help in the search. According to the declaration of probable cause, Cowell was seen in surveillance footage stabbing the sisters before running away. As he escaped through a nearby parking structure, he discarded his sweatshirt and backpack, which was later found and contained items inside identifying him by his name and date of birth. So you had his name and date of birth and you were still struggling to find him. Okay. All right. On Monday evening, a BART rider recognized Cowell after seeing him on the local news and called the police. Soon after, he was in police custody. Cowell has not been linked to any radical right-wing or white supremacist groups, Rojas says, but he has a violent past. So, I mean, is that not enough? I, I just, 
I don't understand. He's been convicted of second degree robbery and assault with a deadly weapon in 2016. So... It's funny because the over-policing and the um, hyper-incarceration of black men would mean that if a black man had done similar to Cowell, he would be in jail for a very long time by now. But my man is out on road stabbing people and everything's cush. Everything's cushy. Everything's fine. So it just goes to show the ways in which when you are over-policing one group, you allow one the other group to run amok. And that is what's happening in this situation. Um... They, um, the chief of the um, BART police said um, Cow is tra- was um, seen as transient And there is no doubt in my mind That this individual is the killer And we're going to bring him to justice um, They'd been in the same train car as him And they never interacted with him And there's nothing to suggest That there was any dispute between them It looks like an unprovoked Unwarranted vicious attack on Wednesday, Carl was charged with the murder of Nia Wilson and the attempted murder of her sister. He's currently being held at the Santa Rita jail without bail, according to online records. Carl's family released a statement extending its sympathy to the Wilsons, and they said Carl had been a long-suffering um, had been had long been suffering from mental illness. He has just been in and out of jail and has not had the proper treatment, the statement said. He's been diagnosed with bipolar disorder and schizophrenia, the family said. And they had to get a restraining order at one point for their own protection because Cowell has been living on the streets since. There is no way an excuse for this. There is in no, this is in no way an excuse for this senseless and vicious attack, the family said. But I like that. Um, Nia Wilson's dad was just like Fuck all of that bullshit I don't care about any mental illness Yeah He did what he did There are other people who are mentally ill That don't go around killing people So what you're telling me Is just fallacies and mythologies And I don't I don't buy any of it The family felt they, they were able to protect themselves, right? They obviously saw that there was a grave danger And they didn't feel the need maybe to report him And have him put into a system that could care for him No, he could just roam the streets and do what he liked And now a black girl is dead because of it A black girl filled with so much promise uh, That made a great music even That just wanted to live her best life And that was snatched away from her So... I didn't want to give straw of the week to uh, to John Cowell because he deserves more than a straw. You know, he deserves more than a straw. It, it's just so sad. And my love and thoughts and, and prayers go out to Nia Wilson's family. And at this stage, I just think thoughts and prayers go, only go so far because we need action and we need things to be done. Which brings me to Anne Hathaway. Who um, had um, made a statement about white privilege uh, With regards to what happened to Nia Wilson Um, Anne Hathaway said And if you don't know Anne Hathaway You do know her She's the girl with the the large lips Like this That was in the Princess Diaries And all of that other stuff She's cute I think Anne Hathaway's really pretty Her and her long lips Anyway um, The murder of Nia Wilson May she rest in power and peace Was denied here Um, The murder of Nia Wilson May she rest in the power and peace She was denied here Is unspeakable 
and must not be met with silence. She is not her hashtag. She was a black woman and she was murdered in cold blood by white men. White people, including me, including you, must take into the marrow of our privileged bones the truth that all black people fear for their lives daily in America and have done so for generations. People fear for their lives daily in America and have done so for generations. Um, White people do not have the equivalence for this fear of violence. Hathaway went on to say, given those givens, we must ask ourselves, white people, how decent we are really, not in our intent, but in our actions, in our lack of action. Peace and prayers and justice for Nia and the Wilson family. Say her name, Nia Wilson. Big up Anne Hathaway. Big up Anne Hathaway for saying the things that white people would prefer to just tap dance around and ballet dance around and not get to the crux of the matter. Big up yourself, Anne Hathaway. Two slaps on your chest for saying the things that need to be said because more white people need to speak out against other white people. Speak to your white counterparts. Speak to them and let them know that what's happening is wild. You need to speak to them. Black people cannot continue to speak because we're not being heard. People, black women are dying every day. Black people just generally are dying every day, but black women are dying at an ex- at a mad rate. Because not only are they being killed outside, but they're also more likely to be killed in the home by partners and family members. Did you know that? Yeah. So everywhere people are killing black women. And yet everyone's just like, oh my God, no, feminism, pay gap, fight for the pay rise. That's all wonderful, but people's lives are literally at risk. So I appreciate Anne Hathaway for saying this and saying it so explicitly, making it explicitly clear. But you know what I don't like? I don't like the way that the media are now praising Anne Hathaway for saying things that black people have been saying for like, oh, I don't know, forever. Um, Wonderful, wonderful that you said it. But actually what you're being used as now is a derailment tactic. They're derailing the conversation by praising you. They're doing all the praising of you and going, wow, what Anne Hathaway said was so profound. Yes, white privilege. Yes, but you're actually not going to do anything to dismantle the system. You're still going to carry on as normal and make the whole thing about praising Anne Hathaway and not addressing the fact that black women are being killed at a disgusting rate. You're not going to, black women have been killed and assaulted and everything, everything there. You're not going to deal with it. Instead, you want to talk to me about R. Kelly and his 19 minute fucking song. I don't give a fucking shit. R. Kelly needs to go and sit down somewhere. Sit that. I want R. Kelly to just go and find some water, get underneath it and go to sleep. Just get inside the water and go to sleep because you're wild. You're extremely wild. And the evil that you have caused in this world to black girls is enough. They want to talk about his 19 minute song. They want to talk about all of these things. Trump tweeting this and tweeting that all in, all in the aim of not addressing the fact that a black girl was just killed out of nowhere, having done everything you told her to do by a random white guy. And oh gosh, no. And and it's funny because you managed to apprehend him without like killing him either, which I think is a special skill that you save only for white people. Because when it's black men, you somehow, or black women for that matter, you somehow can't seem to apprehend them without killing them or maiming them, you know, irreparably. Um, So that's really, really interesting. So as much as... um, you all might be proud of Anne Hathaway the way that I am. She's truly a princess with a diary. Um, I think that we need to be very, very serious and 
very determined to keep the conversation about Nia Wilson and not about Anne Hathaway, not about Emma Watson, not about Meryl Streep. We're not, we can't keep praising white women for doing the things that white people should be doing anyway. They should be doing that. We need to focus on the fact that this is still happening though. Yeah, that's our focus. So that's it for uh, So You Mad this week. Moving on then to um, Suck Your Mom. Suck Your Mom, Straw of the Week. So Straw of the Week is wonderful. I don't know if you guys know this because two people wrote in and you pretty much said the same thing. Like, oh, I don't know if we can nominate someone for Straw of the Week. Of course you can nominate people for Straw of the Week. Send your nominations for Share Your Magnificence, So You Mad, or Straw of the Week, aka Suck Your Mom. Send it to sym at kelechiokafor.com. Anything. You can nominate anybody for anything. Do it. So anyway, I've got two letters these, uh, this week um, for two nominations for Straw of the Week. So what I'm going to do is I'd, um, when you listen to this, I'd like you to either come on Twitter or Instagram and tell me who you think deserves Straw of the Week out of the three things that we're going to discuss. So first letter, let me get that up. First letter we got from uh, J. I'll call him JF. He says... Hey Kelechi, again, this isn't a share your magnificence, but I really wanted to share this without taking the L of tweeting at you. It's nothing insanely major, but there was a stupid argument a while back where a student was casually throwing around nigger and this unseasoned goat. (laughs) Well done, JF. I love that. This unseasoned goat had the audacity to use this in a group chat with me and then defend his use of it with his whole chest. I swear, black people who let their white friends say nigger are beyond problematic. Actually, if you accept nominations for straw of the week, then let me nominate black people that let their white friends say nigger. Anyway, I just want to say again, I really appreciate your podcast and what you do. The nonsense debate lasted for about four hours and I'm not going to stress you with the screenshots of everything. But he sent me um, a little clip of it And this little fool um, Put up um, um, something in a group chat um, Because they're all exchange students And he put just a um, reminder Y'all niggas beware (sighs) So JF wrote to him you are a very brave man to be pulling the N-word. Have that same energy when I um, when I see you next, good sir. Do you know how much I love that? And that's all I need from all of us. Whenever you see someone using the N-word and they shouldn't be using it, especially if they're using it when you're in group chats and things like that, just say to them, look, babes, baby, I just want you to keep that same energy when I see you in person. That's all I want. Keep the same energy. But obviously, JF saw the guy and he, of course, he didn't have the same energy. They never have the same energy when they're actually in front of you. They just want to do higgy hagger when they're using, you know, the internet to communicate with you. It's absolutely wild. So that's our first nomination of the week. Our first nomination for Suck Your Mom are white people who allow their black friends to say nigger. Um, I'm oh, sorry, um, black people who allow their white friends to say nigger. That was so topsy-turvy. Um, but yeah. That's the first nomination Second nomination This came in from AM And he says Hi Kelechi Firstly I wanted to start off by saying How incredibly proud of you I am Although we have not physically met I feel like you are almost like an older sister to me The things you have been doing And the resilience you have shown these past few months Have me in awe My friend Simone Julian 
yes, you can say her government name, put me onto you a year ago, and I've grown to respect and admire you more than I can explain. Higgy Hagar is a phrase I can't seem to stop saying, so thanks to you. So I know this may not be conventional in nominating a suck your mum, but I just need to email you this time. I'm nominating the countries, I believe the Chinese and some others, um, those who are selling plastic rice and plastic fish to African countries all around our beautiful continent. When I say black people are the most hated people on earth, I mean it. The outrage we see for little Susan getting mugged in comparison to the slaying of our innocent black beautiful, wom beautiful women and men has always had me vexed. The juxtaposition is unreal. They show Africa as this as the poorest place on earth and that nothing is there and make out that there is not a single drop of water on TV, which is why I agreed that Bob Geldof, um, I agreed with that Bob Geldof feed. I agreed with that Bob Geldof feed the world song. I agreed that the Bob Geldof song and Feed the World is so problematic, showing little black children with flies all over them while these white people run charities and really profit off them and go over there and rape our children. But this just shows the fake interest they have because the fact is that those who have very little thanks to slavery and colonialism are being sold plastic food now and it shows that they still see black people as niggers. Even the animals they own do not get fed plastic, but black people have always been seen as not human. So for that reason, those who are involved need to suck their whole entire family tree. May they suck so hard that they reach each toxic soul that so hard they reach each toxic soul their ancestors have and choke. Again, I love and respect and admire you. Two slaps on your chest, everyday Kalechi. I pray all of your dreams come true. Amen. And can't wait to continue watching you make big moves. Amen. P.S. You looked unreal at, in your beach shooting attire. Thank you, your king. A.M. Thank you, baby boy. What's wonderful, I think the first thing I'll say is what's wonderful is that both of those Suck Your Mum nominations came from men. So I really love the energy, the fact that men listen to this show and you're just like, actually, 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 I have something to say. So I really appreciate that you man are doing that. Thank you so, so much. Um, so that means first nomination is for black people who let white people say nigger. Second nomination is for all the countries that are selling um, the African countries plastic rice and plastic fish. You're all disgusting and you're all extremely vile. Um, and my nomination, my nomination for Suck Your Mum this week is goes out to Sondos Al-Katan. Um, she's a beauty blogger that needs to suck her mother through a straw at whichever time she likes. I don't, she doesn't need to be facing east or west. She can suck her mum any which way. I don't give a shit. That's who my nomination goes out to because um, of the following. Let me just get it up. So um, Kuwait has introduced a new law that means that Filipino um, help that a domestic help can hold on to their own pa passports and are entitled to four days of holiday um, every year. Only four days, you know, only four days. And this girl decided to go online and start ranting and raving about the fact that she thinks it's disgusting that um, the government is allowing for um, servants, as, she's put, as she put it, to have days off and to keep their own passports. She uh, says that... Okay, so what if they run away? Who's going to refund me my money? When I say that slavery isn't done, slavery is still out here thriving and people are just turning a blind eye. 
all of the time. And I already have an issue with these girls from their area when they come from where they come from. As a personal trainer, whenever I've interacted with them because they come to me from per for personal training, they're so anti-black. And the way that they even speak to me, I just have to be like, I'm a fitness professional. I'm not your maid. I'm not your servant. I will elbow you in your throat and your scarf will drop off your head. Don't ever fucking try me. So I encounter that often. But she now really tried to reach by saying that the critique that she's received for having such xenophobic views is Islamic, uh, is Islamophobic. No, no, no. This isn't about Islam. It's about you as an individual being a vile, vile creature. And I'm glad that all of the um, sponsors, all of these beauty um, companies that were sponsoring you before, I'm glad that they're all dropping off because you don't deserve sponsorship because you're a wild, wild rat. So... The beauty blogger sparked um, outrage after complaining about new laws to give migrant workers better rights. Um, she's refused to apologize for her remarks, instead accusing her critics of attacking Islam, the hijab and Kuwait. Sondos Al-Khatan has attracted global condemnation since she posted a video to Instagram last week in which she expressed frustration at newly implemented changes to Kuwait's kafala system, which now means that Filipino migrant workers can keep control of their own passports and have the right to four days off a month. Sorry, not even a year. My bad. A month. How can you have a servant at home who gets to keep their passport with them? If they ran away and went back to their country, who will refund me? Miss Katan said in the now deleted post. I don't want a Filipino maid anymore. Despite widespread criticism pointing out Ms. Katan's woeful understanding of migrant labor abuse in the Gulf state and the fact that several leading beauty brands, including Max Factor Arabia and have severed ties, the Kuwaiti social media star has repeatedly defended her remarks. In a new video posted to her now private Twitter account on Thursday, Ms. Katan called the backlash to her com um, comments a foreign media campaign designed to attack Islam, the hijab and Kuwait and the wider Gulf region. Of course, I did not have to offer any apology because I was telling the truth. Keeping a domestic worker's passport is deemed an enslavement and racism by these people. Why judge me over keeping my worker's passport with the aim of ensuring my safety? These people express more outrage over my remarks than they have over humanitarian crises and massacres in Syria, Iraq and Gaza. Are these humanitarian values. Ms. Katan also called on her 2.3 million Instagram followers to boycott the brands that have dropped her sponsorship deals. Um, now, the thing that annoys me is that, first of all, we've got to clarify that I do see where she's coming from. I still want her to have a straw. I still nominate her as my straw of the week. But I see where she's coming from in that it's very easy for the global West to look at someone like her and be like, oh my God, what you said is so terrible. It's so horrible. While her point is still valid. What are you man doing about Syria? What are you man doing about Iraq? What are you man doing about all these things there? Nothing. But you can, you, you're watching certain states colonize and take over and basically massacre the people that live there in order to take over all of their land you say nothing but then she makes a comment that is obviously vile but she makes that comment and you can all descend upon her but you do not have that same energy for these other states you don't have the same energy for them and the things the atrocities that they're committing so all i'm saying is that motherfuckers keep the same energy but back to her don't try to derail 
So don't try to deal, derail the conversation. You are still at fault. And I think that this is also the problem with um, the acclaim that social media influencers have. This is why I was at a dinner the other night and someone kept referring to me as an influencer and it was fucking pissing me off because I was just like, I'm not. I'm just a baby girl. I am just a baby girl. Because I think that the term is... It's, for me, the term only talks to me now about money. It doesn't actually speak about the fact that you're positively influencing and impacting your community. It only ever speaks about the fact that you're doing something for money because that's all these other men seem to do and all these other girls seem to do. It just seems to be about money to me. So I don't really like the term. I think the term reduces everything that I've achieved to something that's a social media trend. And people like her are called influencers. I don't want to be in the same category as her. Your focus on putting eyelashes on, yeah? Focus on doing eyeshadow. Focus on the thing that people are coming on your page for Don't now be putting your mouth And speaking about things That you clearly don't know enough about To speak on This is the problem When you give people the power as influencers And go, yeah, just speak about everything They speak about things that they they have not researched They speak about things that they're not versed on And therefore, they then show their yash To the entire world And they look mighty stupid for it So that's my nomination for Straw of the Week And that brings us neatly To um, the end of the main segment I'll be doing the extra content shortly But thank you so, so much For listening and watching um, I have been Kelechi Okafor Fitness Queen of the Year And this has been SYM Officially known as Say Your Mind Unofficially known as That's right Suck your mom So like I said Hurry up and go and buy your tickets For the live show If you're planning to come um, I will give you the link to buy the tickets in the captions And yeah Everyone just stay cool Stay dry Cream your ankles Cream your elbows And I will catch you next week Everyone else Who my patrons Join me on Patreon.com Forward slash Kelechi Okafor For the extra bits Thank you so much On the extra content I'll be talking about I didn't even say What I'll be talking about In the extra content Extra content I'll be talking about The fact that When I was at BJJ this week, Brazilian jiu-jitsu um, A white lady tried to move mad And gaslight me And I just want to speak about that for a little bit So yeah, that's it, thank you, peace It's the Ben's Brunani woman is Baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this Baby sit down, sit down, receive this realness Make sure your cup's ready for the tea We are go sipping yo Hard time scrolling for your long shorts You might learn something you never know Collect you find And she's one of a kind on Say you mind, say you mind